Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, punch, goes down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Monday Morning Quarterback with Clint Sterner is brought to you by Motorsports Authority. Sterner throws, With two great locations and hundreds of vehicles to choose from. Sterner, very confident. Throwing down the middle. Oh, wow, this Clint Sterner is putting on a show. Check them out or visit online at msastore.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. Oh. Wide open receiver, it's Cobb. Towards the end zone, touchdown! Sometimes I forget to turn the mics on. Hi, Clint. Welcome back. How are you? What's going on? Man, I'm, I'm doing well. Hey, look, I, sometimes I forget to turn the mic on, too, man. It, it happens in the radio business. No, no worries about that, man. How you guys doing? I'm just fine. It's not as bad an issue as when you forget to turn the mic off. That can sometimes get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great point. Great point. I've been caught a couple times. We uh we just got done doing our year in review, um, and your mother was prominently featured. So I want to thank her again for all the great content this year, and I appreciate her, and I hope that she'll give us some new stuff next year as well. Man, I appreciate you guys you guys uh, showcasing her. She, she I got to get her cranked back up, man. I, I uh, you know the the hog stuff is is really really fun. I missed a couple opportunities late with the bowl game and all that. But I tell you, man, it is really, really fun when she wants to whoop that ass. And, and uh, <laughs> Pittman, look, Pittman just didn't give me a chance. He didn't give me too many chances this year to to whoop on anybody. So uh, I'll get her cranked back up here for too long, man. Appreciate you guys. All right, so we have kind of flip-flopped here, and Wes and I were both on Georgia, and now we've kind of been talked into by I don't know. several I just don't know. people I, to go. I'm kind of stubborn, though, Clint. I'm, I'm kind of, I think I'm going to stick with Georgia. Okay, well, anyway, we were on them, and then I got talked in Alabama. So, what so you're I on do? Alabama now. I think so. You yeah. flipped to the other side. I just can't go against Nick. You know, it's like years ago, I used to we used to talk boxing a lot more, and I'm like, until somebody beats Floyd, I'm not picking against Floyd. Well, guess what? He still ain't lost. So that was probably a good move. So Nick has lost, but I'm not picking against him anytime soon. What should I do, Nick? Uh, Clint? Man, I, look, I I, I flip flopped as well. I mean, what Georgia did to Michigan in the semifinals was awfully impressive. And there sure was a look on their face going into that game that uh, was totally different than the Alabama game. I do think they're a dang, much more dangerous football team right now. I think Alabama in the SEC championship game brought them down, you know, down at, out of the clouds and back into reality that, that you got, you got to walk out there and, and win the championship. Nobody's going to crown you until you do so. And so, while I do think they, they look a little different, and, and I'm talking about the look in their eyes and, obviously, the film in the semifinals, but I, I'm, with, I'm with you, Justin. I, I just, I'm not going to doubt Nick Saban. I think this thing boils down to a, a couple of things. I do think that Georgia's the best overall football team in America, but I believe Alabama has the best quarterback in America. And, and I think the best quarterback in America with the second-best team in America has the best chance to, to, to win the ball game, man. I, I really do. I think it boils down to Georgia's ability to pressure Bryce Young consistently for four quarters, the way Auburn, the way LSU, the way A&M did this year. Those were the games where they struggled. Those were the games where where the opponent had an opportunity to win the ball game late. 
And that I mean, there's other factors. Obviously, Alabama's defense is beat up in the back end. They're young and beat up. They're vulnerable on the defensive side of the football where they're typically not. So there are other there are other I think voids and discussions that have to be had. But number one, man, if you let Bryce Young sit back there like he surfing out in Cali or he's skateboarding through the streets of downtown Hollywood, he is going to absolutely have a field day and you have no chance. Stetson Bennett uh, has no chance of keeping up if they do that. So I think they got to pressure. they got to change their game plan and, and, and try to pressure the guy. Does uh, it, we'll see what happens. Does it make it easier to get pressure on uh, Bryce now that Mechie is out and maybe – I know they don't like to play a lot of man-to-man. Is there a way that they can still put pressure on him and play zone and, and try to take Williams out of the game? Well, you, you can pressure. You can zone, zone fire, zone blitz if you want to. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of it. I think I, I don't know that they tried to do a whole lot of zone zone blitzes last, last time. I, I know they tried to stick to their you know pressure with four, pressure with three. Um, and then just play sound defense on the back end, which Georgia can do against ninety percent, ninety nine percent of their opponents. It's just against Alabama, you know, you're you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to do that. You, you've got to you can mix the coverages up, West. Sure, I mean you you can you can play zone and you can play man. To me, it's it's more about crowding the line of scrimmage, make the offensive line and Bill O'Brien and Bryce Young process at an extremely high level every single snap now you can bail out of that and hell you can bail out of it and drop eight into coverage like we see Arkansas do or you know you, you bring you bring seven you bring six uh and you cover down everywhere else they have the ability to do that I don't know what their comfort zone is or isn't but I'm telling you if they don't do that then then they're gonna have trouble mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to keep up it's just it's just that it's just that simple um they're not gonna be able to keep up so I, I don't know that it's a it's a zone versus man or, or necessarily a, an all-out pressure versus, versus you know, focusing in on one of their offensive linemen that can't handle the pressure, that doesn't process at a high level and attacking him. I don't know how what the exact answer is to do it, but I know playing your combination coverage is behind a, a vanilla, a pre-snap vanilla look with a four-man rush and thinking your big boy in the middle is going to collapse the pocket. That ain't getting it done. Clint, let me shift gears a little bit here. We'll talk some NFL as well, but I want to talk to you about the transfer portal. It was something that impacted Arkansas last week, but first things first. Ironically, Nick Saban's talking about it in a negative way. I've got a clip we'll play in a little bit here after we finish up with you. I don't want to waste your time with that, but um, it is something that is being used, I think, maybe in a different way than it was intended by most people, and people do not want to wait any time behind somebody in front of them and try to fight for a job or wait until somebody goes down with an injury. Arkansas was negatively impacted by it with a couple of key guys last week on defense. And, of course, Malik Hornsby, I think everybody was intrigued by his potential, but he did not want to sit behind K.J. Jefferson. The writing's obviously on the wall that he was not going to be a starter next year. What are your thoughts on it generally? And then also I wanted to get your thoughts on Arkansas's transfers last week. Well, I, I love the transfer portal. I love the name, image, likeness stuff. I, I love it all relative to what the – college football and college athletics was right first of all i'll say that i love that they they quit using the excuse of man we don't know it's going to become nfl free agency and these guys are going to transfer and teams are going to be stuck with with you know limited scholarship players it's gonna it's gonna you know just completely ravage programs so we can't do it we can't expose programs to that and in reality they were just 
they, they were just continuing to to deny payment to players, deny players the same freedom that GMs and, and coaches have all over the country. And so that, that just simply wasn't an option. So I'm here for anything else that changes that game. I love the change. Now, just like anything else, it, it's, it's new ground. I think, um, you know, I, I think with the name, image, likeness and the transfer portal, I, I think there's some, there's some things that are going to have to be adjusted and cleaned up. I don't know how much you can change with the transfer portal in particular. There's not a lot of moving parts there. It is what it is. I mean, can a guy transfer without sitting out or not? How many times can he do it? It's pretty cut and dry. Um, but but I, I do think it's, it's, it's a move in the right direction, and I love the fact that uh, kids can, can move at least one time without, without losing a year. Now, for every one kid that, that you can justify why he's moving, that, that it's a smart move, that if I were his parent, I would say, all right, we got to go elsewhere. You know, there's eight or nine that them and their parents are clueless as hell, and they're <laughs> moving for the wrong reason. You know, there's no question about it. It's, it's, you know, there's some kids that are scared of competition. There's some kids that just don't, that can't handle being told they're not good enough yet. They don't want to put the work in. There's a lot of that. No question about it. But if, you can have ten of those if it solves the problem of one kid that doesn't have a good relationship with the coach, or there was a coaching change and he's now not a good fit, and or for whatever reason, you know. For me, if, if I were a guy that went in there and the guy beat me out, and I'm sitting here going, hey, this quarterback's better than me. I know it. I get it. And y'all still want me to sit here for four years until he graduates and then play one year? You know, it's, it's beneficial for me to go ahead and move and try to play somewhere mm-hmm. else. So I think we got to – I guess all in all, we got to take all of the bad, and there's a lot of bad, with the little bit of good that does come from these rules, and, and, and I'm here for that little bit of good. Let's shift to the NFL playoffs. The Cowboys are in. Obviously, the Chargers are out. We had a lot of movement. It was a very exciting, entertaining weekend, and a lot of things happened that uh, impacted that. Again, I will reiterate, screw you Rams. Thanks for nothing. Uh, Saints are going to be sitting home. And I will say this, too. I'm not a moron. I know with the backup quarterback situation they have, they weren't going to go anywhere in the playoffs anyway. It just would have been nice to have that feather in their cap. So let me ask you this, Clint. Who's the worst starting quarterback in the playoffs of the teams that made it? You got – the e- I'm gonna Bill go. Burger, no question. Okay, about it. all right, all right. I was gonna gonna offer him as an option, but all right, we'll go right with it. Uh, you give them any chance at all to beat the Chiefs? Uh ooh, that's you know that's a that's a that's a good question. I'll tell you, it, it is a much longer conversation than it would have been had you asked me two months ago. I mean, I, I, look, I, I don't think they can stay on the field with the Chiefs, but with T.J. Watt on one side and. They do have a ton of playmakers on the offensive side of the football. Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the game. They have an identity, and and I know I know Ben Roethlisberger is a a uh, I mean he, he is a problem. I mean he he won, he's one hopping balls that are that should be a pre snap read. It's there. It's a it's a 10, 15 yard throw. Just lay it on the sideline, and he's miss, he's one hopping them jokers. Not just missing them. I mean, he's one hopping them, and then comes back and makes the more difficult throws. So. I don't know what to make of Ben Roethlisberger at this point in time, but I tell you this: it sure seems like the way they got in last night, the way that they they finished the season to get in, um, the way that they're winning improbable games late in the season, I, it just seems like there's some kind of destiny there for them to at least win one win one game. Yeah. So what the hell? I'll go with Pittsburgh upset and Kansas City in the first round. Whoa! You just got done saying they couldn't stay on the field, and then you predict an upset. I like it. Uh, okay, Cowboys, Niners, 
pretty good matchup. I mean, Jimmy G came up with some big throws late to give them a chance. As much as I hated it, I have to give the guy credit. Um, and obviously Dallas has had its struggles offensively. They look good against a lot of backups for Philly this weekend. What do the Cowboys need to do to make any kind of run here? We'll, we'll go ahead and assume they can win their first game at home. No, don't assume that. Man, I can. Yeah, I don't know. They, I don't know if they can. I don't know if they can win their first game at home, man. I, okay. I, look, you watch. I mean, I, I watch. I mean, Kyle Shanahan is one of the best in the game. Um, you know, they've got a great, great run game. Uh, the, the most creative run game, most difficult to defend run game, the most, you know, eye candy window dressing run game in the in the NFL. Um, they're going to be very, very hard to, to stop. And and this, what what scares me with the Cowboys is San Francisco 49ers are a team that if you play a, a poor first half and they get a 10-point or a 14-point lead on you, even for the Cowboys, it's going to be tough to overcome. I mean, they, they have the ability to grind the clock out, and literally they ask Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not a Jimmy Garoppolo fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is a hero right now, but if you go back and watch that film, he misses Debo Samuel on the one-yard line. Flat-ass misses him, and then comes back, and fortunately Kyle Shanahan teams up another touchdown throw wide open on that last drive yesterday to step in the game. I mean, he misses more wide-open throw-in-the-ocean chunk play touchdowns than anybody in the league. So I'm not a huge fan of his, but I do like Shanahan. Um, I think the Cowboys would be lucky to get out of the first round with the 49ers coming to town. Mm. Okay. Um, looking at games here, Cardinals Rams, awfully good one in the first round. It's one of those two games with the Patriots and Bills. Got a four point line in both of those games. Give me a give me an upset on the road. Patriots at Bills or Cardinals at Rams? Oh wow, I'll go I'll go Patriots at Bills. I, I think the Rams Ooh. are for real. Uh, yeah, I'll go Patriot Patriots at Bills, man. I, I mean, that's statement of the NFL, right? I mean, I, I'll never doubt him. Uh, Bill Belichick one bid. If, if I'm if I'm betting money, I'll, I'll bet on on, uh, on Belichick, and, and I don't even need the line in that one. I, look, I think, I mean, you, you're talking about you're talking about Josh Allen, who, and I love Josh Allen, I love his style of play, but he's in that handful of quarterbacks that, boy, they are just sexier than hell. But you but you don't want to go on a second date. I mean, they they are. Uh, I mean, it, it, look, I mean, Justin Herbert's the same way. I mean, yeah. if, if they're if they're target, if there's a straight line to their target. I don't care if he's 50 yards downfield. They will bury it in his face, man. But when it comes down to a, a, I mean, a, a playoff-caliber defense that is forcing you to, to win left-handed, right, to, to win by staying in the pocket and, and, and throwing into seven- or eight-man zones, that, that, that playoff-caliber defense can pressure you a bit with a down four, then, then all of a sudden you're Tom Brady, you're Drew Brees's, your Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, those guys that can do those things all of a sudden are making runs in the playoffs, right? The guys that can't, they'll make a run here and there, and, and, and the defense may carry them, and their athletic ability may carry them, and they may make enough plays with the crazy arm talent to get you there, but it, it, they're not going to do it four times in a row. So I, I would go with New England upsetting Buffalo in the first round. Clay, you said something about the Rams, and I'm on the Rams too. I think the Packers uh, potentially got a bad draw having to play them, in that, and I guess that would be the next round, that 1-4 matchup. But I like the Rams and the way they're playing right now if Stafford can just avoid some of the silly things. You trust Stafford after yesterday? Oh, man. You know, Stafford Stafford is – I mean, he's a lot like Dak for me. I mean, the Rams are, are a lot like the Cowboys for me offensively. I mean, they are explosive as anybody out there. They can go out there and, and, and run up the scoreboard, but whether it's McVay and Stafford or it's 
It's um, what's my man's name in Dallas? The OC, uh, Kellen Moore. Kellen, what, Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott. I mean, there's just the 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 level of aggressiveness to to play to call certain plays in, in certain situations, and then the quarterback to double down and attempt those throws. Um, is 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 mind boggling, and, and it's it's and, and it's it's so frustrating. And Wes, I know you as a Cowboys fan can feel it. It's so frustrating because it, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the that's the, the the frustrating part is I'm I'm asking the Rams and the Cowboys to don't do stupid things that you shouldn't be doing anyway. You have the luxury of if you're up two scores with five minutes left in the game, you don't need to be aggressive. I mean, you got you you've got a pretty damn good run game. You've got receivers that you can throw screens to. You got receivers that you can throw pick routes and things of that nature too. They catch the two yards and go forty. You don't have to throw the ball twenty plus air yards down the field. I mean, that's the frustrating thing about both of these those teams is high risk when you don't have to be that way. So I think those two teams are two insane. I, I do like Stafford more than I think the general public. I think I think I think generally I think people jump on him because years in Detroit. Um, and I the Saints. if he cleans it up, they're going to be nasty. <clears throat> I'm just mad because he screwed the Saints. All right, we're going to let you go on this. Just give me an answer real quick. Uh, we're going to make this the question of the day tomorrow, boys, so write this down in your magic book, Wes. Will you take the two one seeds or the field for a Super Bowl champion? The two one seeds. It's Green Bay and Tennessee. Give me the field. Okay. All right. I think that's probably a good pick. All right, Clint, great stuff. Thank you again to Motorsports Authority, mastore.com. We appreciate them. We appreciate you. Have a lovely day, my friend. We'll talk to you very soon. Always good, my fellas. Y'all be good. All right, buddy. See ya. Clint Sterner, 1053.